Hi, we're Lighthouse, a creative studio that produces immersive online experiences for brands, enabling them to connect with, entertain and grow their digital audience. You are listening to the Lighthouse podcast. Welcome. So welcome to this episode on Lighthouse podcast. Today I have the pleasure of talking to Victoria Clay. Uh, Victoria is a model who was featured on Britain's Next Top Model Cycle 11. She is a lover of kawaii, gaming and makeup with an eye for creating colourful content on social media. Welcome Victoria, how are you today? Hello, thank you for having me today. Today I'm dressed like a strawberry. <laughs> Nothing unusual for me. <laughs> but yeah, it. I'm good. How, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, I love the vibrancy. I love that colour. It's great. I mean, it's like early in the mornings, but why not? Why not be a strawberry? <laughs> any day, any day. Um, so let's kick off with your passions. I'd love to know. What is, am I pronouncing it right? What is kawaii? Actually, it's kawaii. Kawaii. I thought I was pronouncing kawaii. it. Kawaii. So the two eyes are an E. Just imagine it as an E. Yeah, so it's a Japanese word for adorable or cute. And I just think like, being an adult is like is hard it's a hard life being an adult so why not if you can just be like just bring back your childhood sometimes and so the kawaii life is all about being cute and adorable and you know if I want to dress like a strawberry or if I want to have like 50 teddy bears on my on my bed then why not why not if that brings you joy you know whatever brings you joy that's what I'm all about yeah, and where did it come from, this passion? How did you kind of start to get into it? Well, I do a lot of traveling and obviously Japan is like an incredible country to travel to. So all my life I've watched anime and it's been kind of like a passion for me. I mean, it's quite trendy these days to watch anime, but when I was at school, it was like, oh, she's like a nerd, like nobody else in school watched anime and none of my friends did. So it was kind of just something I did like in secret. Like when I went home, I'd be like, okay, I'm just gonna watch this show in Japanese with English subtitles because I absolutely love it. And yeah, I grew up watching Naruto. And um, for me, it's always been such a, such a passion. Like Japanese culture is so interesting to me and there's so much to learn. And I think when I eventually went to Japan, I was just blown away by how polite the people are, like how beautiful and like calm and peaceful the country felt. Mm. And then of course they have like a wild side, which is like, um, we went to the robot arcade and there was all these robots having a fight with each other and it was like bright flashing lights. And then they have like the Harajuku side of the city, which is all like very, very cute. And like everybody dresses like they're in anime. So I just want to dress like I'm in anime every day. That, yeah. that makes me happy. Like if I'm an anime character, then I feel good that day, you know? <laughs> I love this so much. I do, you know, it's, it's such a, it's so fun, as you say, but it's got so many different aspects inside. Do you have a favourite anime character? Favourite anime character? Well, I think I love One Piece. That's like my favourite anime. So probably a girl from there called Nami. She's a redhead like me. 
So I've got to support, you know, fellow redheads, even if they're cartoon characters. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm, I'm going to have to give it a watch, I think. Yeah, you should. One Piece is the best anime. I mean, there's a thousand episodes, so you might want to get started already. Okay, right. That's what I'll be doing after this then. <laughs> got my homework for after. So moving on to makeup, it does feel very interlinked. So where did you learn how to do makeup? I learned how to do makeup. I was literally 13. And the first time I did makeup was I followed a YouTube tutorial. I think this generation just grew up where YouTube and like YouTube makeup gurus was like such a boom. And I think the generation before us didn't really have that. So, you know, they always just, you know, put foundation on their lips, just, you know, that awful like foundation lips, like a little bit of gloss, like a yeah. little bit of pale, pale eyeshadow. There was no winged eyeliner. There was nothing that was snatched. Like it was, it was terrible because people didn't know how to do makeup. So yeah, I grew up with all those beautiful YouTubers and I just followed their tutorials and taught myself. I remember um, growing up, I, I was raised by my sister. So she's 11 years older than me. And when I was a baby, I used to go with her to makeup college. So I was the model and she would do the makeup on me. And I feel like being with her in that time, I basically went to makeup college as a child, so. Yeah, and you learned so much, right? Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> so self-taught and a bit of like other people taught me as well. I love but that. But I just, if you love makeup, then it's, yeah, it's just a passion. And also I went to university to do textile design. So I'm a, I'm a print designer. And I think that's transferable skills into makeup. Like just drawing is is part of makeup, being artistic. Yeah, really and that's easy. what we see in your different looks. Where do you get inspiration for the different looks you do? Because they're so diverse. <laughs> I know, like sometimes I'll do a spooky look, which is quite creepy. And then, you know, at the times I'll, I like to do a glam look. Yeah. But I'm not one for doing glam all the time. Like I can do glam and I, I love it. I love the girls that do glam all 24-7. But for me, I just, I don't know, I just like to bring a bit of fun into it, a bit of cute, something that you wouldn't expect. Mm -hmm. I think, obviously, I get a lot of inspiration from Japanese culture, and, you know, Pinterest is also a good place. I really love that you experiment with different looks, and as you said, it's very creative um, to have that. Your face is, your skin, your face is a canvas. Yeah, exactly. It's just a different place to draw. So moving on to within that creativity, content creation, who would you, how would you describe your audience on social media, mainly Instagram? Who is your audience? I think, you know what, my audience is mostly women. And, you know, what woman doesn't love, like, makeup or, like, different looks. And I think I found a community on there, if I'm being honest, a community that I never knew existed, even in London, like a kawaii community and everybody's so kind. And we all kind of appreciate the same aesthetics, like dressing like a teddy bear or just dressing in like a Lolita like dresses. And I'm glad I found the girls on there because they're so supportive. And I don't really have a community in real life. Like I just have, I live in central London. And no, you don't know your neighbours here. You don't know anyone around you. And I'm, so I'm really glad for having that online community. Mm-hmm. So it really feels like, you know, even if they live in America or, you know, they don't live in London, I, I'm still a part of something. And that community is so nice. And we all 
like the same thing. So that really helps. You can find your kin online just by looking at someone's social media page. You can immediately go, oh yes, this person is for me. Like they like what I like. They like anime. Okay, cool. You're my friend. So that's what I love about my, you know, the people that follow me are basically people who are interested in what I am. And that's like amazing to me. Yeah. And how do you nurture that community do you how do you stay connected with them I feel like I'm kind of dipped into a lot of pots so for me my social media is kind of is fashion but it's makeup as well like I do makeup looks I do hair and beauty and I also do gaming mm. and anime so I like I get a lot of male audience from the gaming and the anime so you know, it's nice to have that diversity where I'm not just in one box. Like I'm not just a makeup page. I love just being, you know, multifaceted because that's who I am. I'm not just the one dimensional person. I have many loves and I'm passionate for a lot of things. I really like that. So when you go on, you know, when you go on your Instagram, it's so clear the different, I guess, sides of yourself. You know, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. And how do you find staying authentic on Instagram on social media I think you know in in real life I've been I've been a model before um so that's kind of glamorous and it you know it it's beautiful but I can't be serious and be beautiful all the time like that's boring to me I'd rather be interesting than beautiful so I try to show like my goofy side and like my, I just like to have fun and I hope like the people who come to my page see that I'm not all about like being serious and being gorgeous I'm about being like fun and creative and just like like letting loose and I'll even show like my natural face because I think that's important as well even though we love our filters and we can have fun with filters I think when you're recording videos it's important to just show you know hey I do have blemishes like everyone else and yeah I like to include that authenticity I really like that it's putting forward I like that you just mentioned the fact of we all you know no one's perfect and we all have different sides and it's about celebrating that isn't it yeah it is and I think that's what people will follow you for if they can see that you're real I really like that do you have a process for creating content I like have an insane process I do, I just come up with ideas all the time and I have to have a notebook by me at all times even at 2am in the night I'll wake up and I've had a dream about a make, sometimes a makeup look but sometimes just an, a crazy dream mm. and so I'll write it down and I'll be like oh, I, I need to have a notebook by my bed at, in my pocket in my bag at all times because if I don't like I'm such a mess I'll forget what that idea was so I have to write it down and plan ahead. Plan ahead is key, I think, to being a content creator, mm. because otherwise you'll just never get your content out, especially as a creative person. Mm. We're not or we're not that organized. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really I love that that you turn to you um, you know, as you wake up in the middle of the night and you've got the notebook there. What a good idea though. Can you get back to sleep easily though? Or are you, are you no. really and it really annoys my boyfriend as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's already got the hundred teddy bears in the bed, which he hates. And then he's got me waking up like, oh, I need to write this, switch on oh, the light. Like, oh, I love, <laughs> no, I really, I just really like that, that, you know, you, 
it sounds like such a natural process and creativity is, isn't it? And when inspiration strikes, you're not sure when it's going to strike. Um, so it's, it's acting on that. And do you, yeah, exactly. you know, sorry, after you. No, exactly. You're right. And, you know, sometimes creatives have a dry spell. So if you've got that list of ideas, you can refer back to it and go, okay, I'll do that today. And that's what's so great about having a list. <laughs> yes, good to have a list. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you, so do you, um, are there other creators or accounts that inspire you as well? Um, there's, there's a lot of girls on, on my Instagram that inspire me. I think like the big influences, you know, I love Sophie Hanna. She's kind of like very cool. I love her style. Um, I'd say... Uh, there's a makeup artist called Ling and she's beautiful her makeup's amazing and uh, Nintendo Girl she's like an anime like she just posts pictures of her figures pictures of her cosplay so yeah I love a wide range of creators and I think when you're friends with creators as well you support each other and that's what's so nice about being friends on, on Instagram for example and you, you'll always support and you'll always comment and you'll always like each other's posts mm. so yeah it's really it's really a nice community it gets so much like bad press I think you know oh create like creators like social media isn't isn't good for you but actually you know it's it's where my friends are so <laughs> I love it on there and it's my my Instagram's a happy place <laughs> And that's inspired a question actually around uh, mental health day is on Sunday and linking to what you just said in terms of social media, how do you look after your, 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 your mental health whilst being on social media? I had no idea that mental health day was this Sunday. So I'm glad you told <laughs> me that. <laughs> uh, I think I just definitely have a break when I need to, uh, which is harder than it seems because you know, I, I enjoy scrolling. I enjoy looking through everyone's work. So I will set my phone aside and um, switch off from tech. And I, I'm quite good at doing that. I've had to really be strict. It's a, it's a habit, you know, you'd, uh, that you have to break. But I'm pretty good at it now. And I have my boyfriend to be like, hey, this is not phone time now. Let's put it down. So he's, he's really good with that. And we actually just do other stuff together like we'll do some gaming you know where we're away from our phones or you know we'll go outside and do like something like vr gaming or we'll do you know some some kind of activity like an escape room like we love doing adventures together and making memories together so that takes me away from it and also a walk in nature i can advise is very good yes uh, <laughs> for a nice reset yeah reset and to just kind of feel revitalized away from screens we're so used to screens aren't we in the form of tvs yeah. or laptops and phones so i love those tips and i think nature yeah <laughs> walking in nature great way of doing that i know and we recently had that digital apocalypse where yes. face facebook went down instagram went down whatsapp went down and everyone was just like what's happening I can't like live I have to talk yeah. to my husband now yeah how <laughs> did you find me, that I was absolutely fine I don't even think I noticed that it went down mm. I wasn't on my phone that night so when I when I woke up and I saw all the memes and all the all the messages like I didn't get to post last night I was like oh I didn't even notice <laughs> 
interesting, isn't it? I saw a quote, um, I think yesterday that said, how did you, yeah, basically asking people, how did you feel during that moment? And yeah, maybe mm -hmm. some people were panicking and other people didn't care. And it said to lean into that and listen to that, you know, what you need. Well, I've been away this summer as well. I've been filming something that will come out next year. So I basically am prepped for that digital apocalypse this week because I had four months away from all mm -hmm. tech. And yeah, so I, I was like, oh, this is nothing. Like I've done four months. What are you guys crying about? Like yeah. I've, been, I've been through this. I really want to hear more about your film. So we're going to come to that at the end because I wanted to ask you that anyway, but it sounds really exciting. Um, so I'm now eager to get to that. But before we do, I'd love for us to uh, move on to AR and augmented reality because we created a Sparkles AR filter for you last year on Instagram, inspired by your makeup. But I'd love to ask you, what were your inspirations behind this filter? You know, I love that filter so much. It's sparkly, it has glitter, it has freckles, and it has teddy bears, like little gummy bears. And what I love about that filter is how you were able to be a creative, and I was a creative who invented the look, but you brought my look to life. And to me, that was more incredible than any makeup I've ever seen. Because what, what I hate is washing off a look I wish I could take my looks off as a little mask and hang them on the wall, you know, and keep all my looks. But with makeup, you have to wash it off and get rid of it. It's gone forever. So you kind of brought my makeup to life and you've kept it eternal. You've kept it in a filter and everyone can wear it now, which is so cool to me. Like Technology to me is amazing. I, I love filters and I love what they can bring. You brought my makeup to life, so thank you. That's oh, amazing. I love that. Yeah, because thinking about it, you do have to wipe. You do. We talk about the artwork earlier. You do have to wipe away your artwork and almost paint, almost like paint the canvas white again and then start again. So I really love that. That yes. Yeah, it's so sad. Oh, is it sad? <laughs> Sometimes I'll spend like up to twelve hours doing one makeup look. And then I'll take my content, I'll do my videos, I'll do my photos, five minutes of wearing it and I'll wash it off. Wow. And that's like 12 hours work for five minutes. It's just so sad. <laughs> wow. I guess, I mean, would you say it's the experience though of, of creating, even though I really do feel for you on that? Um, in terms of having to, <laughs> having to let go of it, I'm like, oh, that must be really hard. <laughs> At least we've got the photos and the videos forever. That's that's yeah. what's good about it I think yeah you you wash your canvas off and you start again that's what's so fun about makeup so with the filter <laughs> what were your um how did you want your audience to feel whilst using the filter well of course I wanted them to feel cute and I also wanted them to you know wear something that that I created like they can wear one of my looks so you know if they're a fan they can they can put it on and yeah it's adorable like it's little gummy bears what's more adorable than that yeah true what is <laughs> I like that. and as a beauty influencer how do you feel about ar filters and the pressures around looks on social media well i think if you want to use a filter just go ahead and use it like don't feel like if you if you haven't got ready that day by all means throw on a filter and feel good about yourself 
if you've got something to say online and you don't look good, use a filter. Like I'm all for it if, if it makes you feel good. But I think when it comes to like makeup and doing makeup campaigns, the only time I would say a filter is bad is if you're doing an ad and you're using a filter for makeup, because then that's not real. That That's not makeup. That's a filter. So any other time apart from that, yeah, by all means, like throw on a spooky filter. It's Halloween now. So, you know, there's plenty of cool filters out there to attribute to your mood or yeah and also filters make stuff look very good if you're on holiday a little you know a little filter it looks great like this the views and the scenery bit of glitter I love it <laughs> and yeah it's filters are great I, I agree in different ways and how do you feel how do you think AR complements what you do I think like AR is the way forward at the minute I think the more and more that we include AR into our lives, like the further advanced we are, we're gonna get with things. And it's just so exciting to me to work with AR. Like it's, I'm, I'm a nerd deep down in my core. So like <laughs> any, any new technology is like, <clears throat> excuse me, is like, it's, it's exciting. And I wanna get on board. I wanna be a part of it. Even if I don't, you know, understand how to create it myself, like watching, um, AR creators because they are creators they've invented something completely new um, yeah I'm, I'm there I like to collaborate as well so I enjoy our collaboration um, yeah. I think when, when people collaborate that's when you make the best things because it's two minds coming together definitely we loved working with you as well um, and we'd love to work with you again on something are there any are there any filters you can think of now that you'd love to create yourself any filters oh I need some more makeup filters I think like you know I've washed them off so mm -hmm. if you could make another of one of my looks into a filter then I can put it put that look back on that'll be great nice and maybe this maybe a spooky <laughs> one soon it's Halloween oh. now, you know that could be cool <laughs> yeah oh, it sounds great okay. yeah let's do a spooky one that's exciting because yeah. you know what as much as I love being cute and adorable I also have like I love for horror movies and I love all that gore and that scary stuff so I'm on board <laughs> mm, and being as it is Halloween coming up do you do you, do you have a go-to Halloween uh, like Halloween film that you watch or do you have one that you'd like to watch uh the corpse bride is my go-to and I know that's animated but I just love it like the whole aesthetic of Tim Burton is just amazing so I'd love now to come back to your the film you've been working. Can you tell us a bit more about it? So I can't say much because obviously NDAs are in place, mm -hmm. but hopefully it should be released around January, but March by the latest next year. Yeah, I was away for four months. I had no tech. Um, that's all I can say as of yet. I don't know if I can say more, but maybe keep your eyes peeled. It's coming out very soon, so it's not it's not a long wait. Amazing. Well, we'll have to keep an eye out then on your social accounts. And I think four months of filming is, it was insane, like to wow. be that, away that long. Okay, give us the location. It's, it's UK. UK, okay. Yes. Right. yes. Okay, <laughs> not Japan, UK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if it was Japan. If four next months time, Japan. next time. <laughs> <laughs> We've come to the end, but we have got our question. If you were to create your own AR experience, that best represents you so it could be a place it could be a filter 
what would it look like oh if it was a place I don't know like I obviously I immediately go to Japan and I went to um Kyoto and I went through all the shrines but I can't steal that location so do you know what because it's Halloween I'll probably say a haunted house with with a cool makeup look and how would you want people to feel in your AR experience I want them to feel cute but also creeped out <laughs> love that I really love that <laughs> Sounds great. I think I'll uh, book a ticket. So let me know when that, uh, <laughs> that's available. Um, but thank you so much for our chat today. It's been lovely talking to you. Where, oh, thank you for having me. Where can people find you online? So on Instagram, I'm at Victoria underscore Clay, C-L-A-Y. I'm the same on Twitter and Facebook is Victoria Clay. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Have a good rest of the day. Thank you too.